Welcome to Flick Flops, the podcast where we review critically bad movies so you don't have to. Today, we're taking a deep dive into one of the most notorious flops of the early 2000s, Catwoman, starring Halle Berry as the titular character. This movie was panned by critics and audiences alike for its confusing plot, yes, cringeworthy dialogue, oh my god, yes, and questionable special effects, uh, yes. But it really, but is it really as bad as everyone says? Stick around and find out as we break down Catwoman. Catwoman. <laughs> what do you think, Gary? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Um, well, let's start with details first, and I think you might have this pulled up. So go ahead. This and... movie angered me, by the way. Yeah. Well, we can we'll get into. Okay, all that. so <clears throat> this is a movie was made in two thousand. I can pull my notes up. I can't read them without my two thousand four. It stars Halle Berry. Uh, Benjamin Bratt and Sharon Stone, um, and I use the word stars loosely. Uh, <laughs> it comes in at about 104 minutes, according to my um, HBO Max, where I watched it. Um, and I'll be honest, uh, not to spoil anything, but at the 50-minute mark, I was ready to turn my TV off and go to bed. It's It took me that long to get to where I was like, I can't, I can't keep watching this movie, but yet I have to because it's what we do. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the critics have it at 8%. That's generous. Audience has it at 18 I don't know. Maybe people were high when they watched this movie. So 18 may be a reasonable number if you're stoned or blind. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's what I got for that. Um, box office numbers. Gary, do you have those numbers? So I've got the 2004 film Catwoman. I, lo- I love the quotations, by the way. Um, I know. Do we need that? It had an estimated production budget, easy for me to say, of around $100 million. I can't speak because I'm still amazed at how much money was put into this movie. Truly. And (laughs) we'll address this. I have some questions. Maybe you can help with the answers, but go ahead. It says the, uh, well, however, the movie was a commercial failure and grossed approximately $82 million global box office. (laughs) Global. So that big. Um, and that's Warner Brothers Studio, by the way. I think you mentioned that already. Um, I did not, but yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, um, so I don't know, and if on screen you can probably can't see the uh, Batman in the background. Uh, being a Batman fan, I have a few things to say about the movie in that regard. God, but um, I do want to say I did pull up some reviews. Um, I thought we could throw just a couple. Uh, quick, quick reviews in here before we actually give you our opinion. Let me also throw just so you know, the budget breakdown is domestically it only made forty million dollars, international made forty one eight. So you know that's how you get your eighty two. It's forty point two and forty one eight. Uh, I got I got to figure a lot of that. A lot of the viewership at all was because of the um, Halle Berry outfit. I mean, I really think that's probably the draw. Sure. Um, I mean, and I would agree. She looked smoking hot. But uh, as I said to my uh, other half, as she walked in and wondered why I was still watching the movie. <laughs> and then Halle Berry walks by in her uniform. She's like, oh, I see. And I was like, yeah. I said, well, here's the thing. If you want to see, you can see Halle Berry naked in Monsters Ball. So yeah, that's not enough to hold me into this film. <laughs> anyway. So Nathan Rabin of the AV Club Catwoman is so incoherent and mind-numbingly dumb that it's practically a masterpiece. (laughs) 
Um, mind-numbingly dumb. That's I be, brilliant. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how you say it. You go beyond that. Um, <laughs> Ed Gonzalez, of Slant Magazine. It's hard to tell what's worse about Catwoman: the terrible dialogue, the non-existent plot, or the amateurish visual effects. Which I had to say, probably at that time period, that's probably where a lot of that money went into. Would so be my that's guess. what I was going to ask you about the special effects because I don't know. In two thousand four, where were we? Because they they're distractingly bad to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Going back, it's really hard. <laughs> and even like like Teresa who walked by and she was like, "Is that supposed to be a real?" And I'm like, "No." I mean, it's supposed to, but it. She's like, "It looks horrible." And she's not a movie buff, and she wasn't even watching the movie. She was walking through the room. She's like, "That looks, that looks bad." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, this is a professional movie. This wasn't made by a bunch of guys in their backyard." Anyway, continue well, one on. of the so let's get to the Batman thing for just a second because I just yeah. want to mention that being a Batman fan. You know, you've got the TV series from the 60s or whatever, and obvious camp. Right. Um, I still loved it as a kid, but I didn't know any better that there was there was something better than that. And we understood it at the time. We, yeah. We, there was a contract between us. We knew what it was. Right. And we were um, okay with it. And I loved, you know, of course, Tim Burton when his movie came out. Loved that yeah. at the time. Another time period where I didn't know what I was missing until the Christopher Nolan period, you look back at the Tim Burton and now you realize that had a lot of camp to it also. But at right. the time you didn't really recognize it as camp. Right. So you're getting, what was that? 1989, 90, yeah, something. maybe somewhere around there for, um, for the Tim Burton. And so then you move ahead and you think you look back on that and you do realize that there was a lot of camp to that. And, yeah. and you really realize it with like Batman and Robin and the, later movies that were I'm sure we'll get to those later. Yeah, I thought they've got to land on here at some point. So <laughs> so then you've re reached into crap territory. <laughs> you know, it's beyond camp. It's just not even it's not even fun any. And then you've got this movie where you think we've got to a point now with that with many years but in between that you're going to get this Catwoman and it's going to be it's got to be better than that, right? <laughs> Maybe because I, I don't know the time period of like Batman and Robin. Yeah. Oh, boy. This did not start off. Uh, my very first note is this did not feel like a comic book movie at all to me. No. When it started off. There, there was no Batman reference. So just know that going in. There's no tie to the world of Batman. And I was okay with that. I don't need that. Um, I was a little confused by. I didn't quite understand why this film needed to be made at the time. Well, it's definitely not Gotham. That's clear. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, if it is, you can't tell because everything is like dancing through the streets and like, everything's happy feeling it's, like a, it's so it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God. I mean, I'm getting angry again about this movie. Just sitting here. I'm trying, I can't actually read my note. So let me tell you, so a couple things and you can cue in on them. I wrote down, I mean, the CGI in this is rough. Um, it looks very, and again, I don't know the time frame of when <clears throat> CGI and, and special effects got considerably better. But uh, these were rough to watch. Um, the My first, where I, got, I started, my first note where I got a little bumped in the movie is the, there's a big scene in it, Gary, if you remember, where she gets uh, washed out 
uh, um, of the drain pipe. Right, right, right. Spoiler, in case you got that far into the movie. And, and these are little things, and it's not enough to sit there and argue over, but these are little things that I just notice. And it's like, how did she end up on the island of cats when she was just <laughs> sinking to the bottom of the water? Right, yeah. Okay? Because there's no... It's not like you're. It's not like Castaway, and you're in the ocean, and the the waves are keep washing you and crashing you up. The scene that they showed prior was her sinking down into this body of water. Yeah, and then cut to she's washed up in the middle of an island, right? Of wherever this mystical city is. And I was like, I don't this this the continuity doesn't make sense here. I'm like, and then I I don't expect this to be Citizen Kane, but Jesus Christ, like. I'll, I'll I'll suspend reality, is but you have to give me something that leads me there. You have to little breadcrumbs, um, and then I don't know if you want to comment on that. Or I can keep going on my notes, and we can just chime in when you feel the need to chime. <clears throat> well, in. yeah, I wanted I wanted to address the um, so the because uh, maybe you saw it better than me. Maybe your eyes were clearer than mine. No, no, no. I was super <laughs> confused by that too. But what I wanted to look up was, and that's kind of what I was I was letting you run with it for a second. Yeah. What other movies from 2004 oh, yeah. known, known for CGI? Like movies that had CGI in it, something we could compare it to. And without actually having footage to, to compare, uh, it's going to be hard. But yeah. I can at least give you a few examples of 2004 films. Um, Spider, Spider-Man 2. Okay. Sam Raimi. Um, that one had Dr. Octopus in it, you remember? With um, the actor's name uh, escapes me at the moment. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, oh, 2004. Yeah. The Day After Tomorrow, Roland Emmerich disaster movie. I remember the effects in that were pretty amazing. Well, Harry Potter was fantastic. Yeah. Um, they've got Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, which I never watched, but I do realize that it had a lot of, I mean, I think the whole thing was CGI in that movie. Uh, but okay. then iRobot also. Yeah. So there's some examples of the movies that came out the same year. That So clearly the effects were okay at, might, at that time in life. This might have been a B studio. B. All right. C, D, All right. D. Is there an F? <laughs> is yeah. There, is there an F studio? We'll they, maybe they knew. Maybe they took the script and they were like, yeah, let's just send this over to this group to do the CGI because we already know this could be a turd. Yeah, and I gotta want my name on this. I don't. I don't have an Alan Smithy effects company. Yeah, yeah, really. Does it uh, feel like I shrunk in my camera a little bit? I feel like I was higher before. You're getting smaller, man. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, so I I, I was kind of curious that too. Like, what can we compare those effects to? The time period was it just that it was a time period was so bad? Because I do know some movies you go back and try to watch, and you're like, sure. I can't get through the the effects part. Right. Not 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 knowing what we have now. Sure. Yeah. Pretty bad. They were pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I don't have a note on that, but I do have um oh, I know what it was. I can't I this is so funny, I can't actually read my own writing, but I remember it. So a lot a lot of the thing that was bad about this was the writing. Yes. First of all, can we can we talk about the fact that it wasn't Selena Kyle? So it's almost like they completely, okay. <laughs> they completely are devoid of of any Batman yeah. at all. And why? Like, did they not have permission from DC? Because 
It's Warner Brothers, right? Isn't that the same it, studio? Well, that it, it opens in the credits. It's like characters created by Bob Kane. Yeah, yeah. So it's. <laughs> um. So yeah, oh, why shit. is that's one note? It's like why is her name not Selena? I don't understand that. And it, I'm sure there's behind the scenes stuff that we're missing. We're just two dudes that are watching bad movies. I, you know, there's probably Barely a lot of it. yeah. And at the time, I'm sure there was a lot of talk about all this. Looking at it back, I don't remember because I just remember avoiding it. Um, if we were uh, better podcasters, we would have gone and done all that research. But I, I can't devote much more time of my life to Catwoman. The hour and unwilling to. What was it? 104 minutes? You said 104 minutes. That was. I think. Um, I think I devoted about 109 minutes then to this movie. And it's too much. Yeah, it's honestly too much. Yeah, and um, don't watch it. Is what we're saying. Unless you like, I, I, it's actually so bad that. You can't even watch it and have fun with it. <laughs> no, listen, I, I pulled up a, a critic. What you were doing that? This one, this one made me laugh out loud. This guy's name is Brian Gill. He does a, a podcast, Mad About Movies, and his 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 review, short review, is: I loved basketball more than anything in the world until I watched the basketball scene in Catwoman. Now I hate basketball. <laughs> Okay, so I do have. I a, loved I loved movies until I watched this movie. I have a note about that, um, and you know what? I again probably should have done more research, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to dive any more into this world than I, I had to. It's, I don't. Did you look up the director? Do we have information on? I did. So hold on. I uh, let me find where my screen is. <clears throat> I have a couple of them on here. Shit! Now I've lost it. We'll definitely um, we'll definitely bring up a couple scenes from this movie too. So, by the way. Know this much: the the director's name is is Pitoff. He only used one name for this film. He doesn't even want to be known by his full name on this film. Uh, I'd be Pitoff love- too if I made this. Movie. <laughs> I'm Pitoff, man. <laughs> I'm seriously Pitoff, man. I'm looking for uh, the budget's great, other works, re- but the dialogue really pit me off. It pit me off. Um, I told you earlier when we were doing some pre-production stuff. I mean, and I, I loosely used the term pre-production. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to look up other things he'd done to make sure I never watched them. Is it possible? Luckily, luckily a lot of the stuff he did is um, tell foreign. Me, oh, okay. I was going to say, tell me it's a bunch of music videos because that was going to be my comment. I felt like this movie was... Um, he, he appears to be... Uh, I believe he's French. So a lot of the stuff he does is... Um, yeah, Paris, France. Um, his real name is Jean-Christophe Comar. And, um, yeah, I would go by Pitoff, too. I actually I would have used Alan Smithy if it was me. This thing is a fucking... I would have wiped the internet of the ability to find out who Pitoff was if I was, if I was Pitoff. Um, I mean, it's... I felt like this, this movie had... Um, so you've got a terrible dialogue. Yes. So you've got these scenes. Terrible effects terrible effects you've got these scenes of terrible like interactions between people with their with them talking oh my remarkable is going to sleep come back up and um i just lost my notes you son of a gun um and then you've got in between all those what i think i felt like were music videos basketball scene being one of them i was like they've got this everything was like this um uh, kind of not just, rap, but kind of that kind of sort of in that vein of like, excuse me, that kind of music, and it just seemed like I don't know. 
a music video. I mean, but not a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it cuts the, the cuts are clunky. Um, the, the, God, I'm, I, I mean, it's hard to even speak about this film. It, it really bothers me, this film. And I mean, I, I wrote notes and I mean, I just kept, it was just scenes. These things bothered me down throughout the whole line of it. And, um, I mean, another one that I didn't like is so after she's uh, survives the magical island of cats. Oh wait, she suddenly well, go go. Ahead. I was gonna say go ahead, but before you get to that point, yeah, because it because if we're gonna kind of push through this, I, two notes about earlier in the movie because I was yeah. already put off, and then we'll get because I want to show my scene, and then yeah, we'll yeah, talk I'll about go ahead. the after because this actually takes place before she becomes yeah, Catwoman, um, Catwoman. So. Graphic designer, she's a graphic designer in the movie. So which, yeah. So I'm like, she's not in anything else in the in the history of Catwoman. Right, right. Um, to give you an example, some of the stupid and a, stuff that happens. A, a, a frumpy one too, by the way. She is, yeah. She is brought to the big boss's office to show her artwork. Oh, Jesus. And the premise behind this whole thing, the whole reason that she ends up coming in late to the whole, the whole. The whole setup to this is so dumb. It's even hard to talk about is because he wanted a darker red. And why didn't yeah. she read his mind? And I'm telling you from living in the world of graphics, like it, there are some really stupid things that you get from clients from time. You, to time. you live this world. Like, but it, what, what Pantone color? But is this is, yeah, but this is nothing like that. This is so unbelievably ridiculous that, you know, to get chewed out because you didn't reach into somebody's head and give them the correct color of red. It was, and she says, "I used the color you told me to use." It's so shockingly dumb, but so slay it. So she, well, I'm going to. So I just want to set the scene up because. Let me make sure. <clears throat> yeah, these these seem sharp enough to jam into my well, eyes. Make again. sure you, you open it up so you can get both at the same time. So she has to go back to the office before midnight because he's put a deadline on it. <laughs> That I must have this in my hand by midnight. Yeah, midnight. The, the, the perfect time to deliver stuff to my office. Dumbest thing ever. And she gets, she can't get in because I guess she doesn't have a key card to her own office. I don't understand how that works either. Well, who's the thing? Hold on. So that that seemed like she had to go to a different office. Maybe. Maybe that's Because remember, she asked for a courier. Oh, yeah. 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 Good. Well, good. She good had to get plan. out to the, to the island. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. With with the what four hundred foot cliff at the end of it? Maybe it was because this was at the lab or whatever. Because there's the lab in the basement or whatever. She but goes. It doesn't to the make sense because his office was upstairs when she got her ass chewed out. Yeah, I don't understand any of that. And how would she know he'd be at the lab? He didn't say bring it to the lab. He said, "I need it by midnight." Well, she goes. She she can't even get in the building, so she goes around the back and finds an open right area super, goes through building because like. That, because nothing makes sense in this world. And the, my favorite part is she overhears a conversation that she shouldn't hear. And she makes a noise because cliche, everything's cliche. Yeah. Um, so, Oh, I'm hearing something I shouldn't. Now I need to bump something and knock it on the floor and run away. Cause that's power. And she, get, this is my, I just want to play the scene first before I talk about it. <laughs> Go. All right. Let's see if I, I'm going to bring this up here. Um, so, oh Jesus! You can come out oh, now. It's okay. They spot her. We just like to ask you a few questions, all right? 
Okay. Um, sorry, but I think maybe I'm in the wrong. Okay, good enough. Uh, that was just, a, I just wanted to show you that her shadow is appearing on the boxes so they see her. Why her oh, that's what I wanted to say to you. Why her back is against something where there's no light source behind her. It's <laughs> that's, and that's early in the movie. That is. 19 minutes into the movie once you get past the five minutes of intro about all the egyptian cat stuff yeah um in the intro yeah i wanted to point that out too it was like Um, how is her shadow being cast shadow made no inside a dark warehouse right and that's um that's so i wanted to get to that before we get to her spilling out on the island and then now that she's got her stuff go (laughs) okay so after that she spills out of this she falls off this monster cliff which doesn't make sense in the middle of this Gotham city esque city washes up on the Island of cats. And then now, so when she, she wakes up from the, uh, the death, she comes back to life as, as Catwoman, I guess she, she's heading back to her apartment. Gary, stay, if you can picture this, she's heading back to her apartment. I emphasize the words, her apartment. As she's sneaking around the city, walking and acting like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, yeah. Judge, judge, remember, I'm not really a cat. <laughs> and she's breaking into her own apartment. Her, She's breaking into her apartment. Yes. Yes. Breaks the glass. <laughs> you don't have a key <laughs> to your apartment? It's so funny that I didn't even catch that because and I was... <laughs> So if you say, okay, okay, so maybe she lost the keys in her death-defying fall. Or no, her fall that actually kills her, apparently, because that's the day she died and came alive. Right. If you did lose said keys along with your purse, understood. They never show her looking for her keys going, oh, shit, I guess I'll have to break in. Yeah. It, it's just she's slinking around, moving like a cat. Yeah. And then she kicks the glass in. Never... Never check the window. Never go, oh, shit, I got a key right here. I'll just go up the steps and walk into my own apartment. <laughs> uh, there's nothing Fuck. There's nothing good about this movie. I yeah. mean, I was so mad at that point of the movie. And what were we, 20 minutes in? Roughly. Like, this yeah. doesn't make sense. It's your apartment. No, you none dumb. of it. Yeah, none of it makes sense. Okay. Let me just mark that off my notes. So I did it. <laughs> Um, let's see. I the casting well, was shot. I, more. Thing. I had I you know it, and then I have the ridiculous prancing around after her rebirth. Yeah, which is what you're talking about. There's a scene where um she's meeting somebody in a restaurant, or she's at a restaurant, and there's the fish tank, and she's oh and God. she's you know she's in so so the whole time <laughs> it is sad like maybe she, dude hold on do we. So in that same vein, like this scene actually made me get up and walk away. For I had to pause the movie and walk away. The catnip scene. Oh yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I know, I know dude. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's so bad. Jesus Christ! I. So uh, here, here's where I go with this, Gary. We've had these conversations. For, for 40 years we've been friends these movies first they're written there's a process they get written someone reads the script 
It has to get approved. You have to send it out to actors and actresses. They have to read the script. And well, go, well, don't forget that the scripts get rewritten and uh, polished. So this was rewritten. <laughs> How bad was the original? I would love to see the first draft. <laughs> it, it gets to a... This is not dumb enough. Bring it back. Yeah, I, whoa, 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 this is way too intellectual. <laughs> you got to hit the people over the head with it. Get the catnip. <laughs> you, this has to get past producers, studio heads. This has to be greenlit by somebody. It has to go, this is it. This is our next big blockbuster. How? How is this done? Like, I get so mad because I know they have to make movies to make that's their business. Yeah. Do, do they not ever look at the best sellers sellers list on the in the New York Times? There's there's plenty of well written stories. Just I think, pick one. I think the draft of this this whole setup was. It wasn't there some sort of controversy about or not controversy but a like some deal with Halle Berry becoming Catwoman. Like that there was a big bid to become the next Catwoman well, and she was I don't remember all that. And again, we probably should have done homework, but Yeah, but I don't care enough about this. Me, me neither. But I feel like the whole setup was <laughs> well, Halle are Berry. You the the uh, Sean what's her face and the when she was trying to get the job but it went to Michelle Pfeiffer? Maybe. Maybe. I could that was a big snake. She came to the studio dressed in costume and they're like, You're off your you're need to get mad. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I could be that. But I was just thinking, in in trying to recall all that I was thinking, so the pitch would be, um, let's do a Catwoman movie, just Catwoman, and it's Halle Berry in a slinky outfit. And I think that's, I love it. I think that's where thought ended. I think everything uh, beyond that, I don't know how some of these people agreed to be in this movie and say the words that were written for this. I don't know how she listen, agreed to do it. Okay, and know this. Stupid. I'm going to read you something here. This is this is this is something I read this that blew my mind. Hang on, let me find this. I did write catnip with exclamation point next to it by the way. Okay, yeah. So, let me read this to you. This is a, something that's on the I found this on IMDb's webpage about the movie. Trivia. It says trivia. It's <laughs> just a factoid. Halle Berry became one of only 6 actors in history, only 5 at the time to possess both an Oscar <laughs> and a Razzie. After her win for her infamous performance in this movie, she also became the first to accept her Razzie in person, walking out on the stage proudly holding an Oscar, an Oscar, <laughs> and her Razzie. All right, aloft. She gave a short acceptance speech. This is it. Quote, I'd like to thank Warner Brothers for making me do this god-awful piece of shit. <laughs> You're an Oscar-winning actress. At this point, you can command probably ten to twenty million dollars a movie, and you say, "I'm gonna read the script." Oh yeah, this one seems good. How much did she get paid for it? Any idea? Does it even say? Do I'll we look even that know? Up. I mean, the other one. What was the other movie she did? Because uh, that could have been just a money grab, which would actually make uh, a little bit more sense. Although, although what to, was the movie she did that where she played like a spy, like called Bluefish or Dolphin? Oh, or um, with John Swordfish. Yeah, Swordfish. Yeah. I mean, you did swordfish. Gee, oh, fuck, I don't know, Gary. I, I, I need to wear like a blood pressure monitor when we do this. It just sets me off. And I mean, I got no skin in the game, but God, this movie was so fucking bad. And I don't understand how you... Again, the, you have to read the script. You're just this mad because you had to watch the whole thing. I, yeah. And it's been it's been at least a week for me. So I'm, I've... I've I mean... I've look, come back down a little bit since then. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched it last night, and I was eating La Rosa's pizza. I was on cloud nine. Yeah, 
this almost almost made me not enjoy my pizza, but I did. Um, so hold on, let me get back to my notes. Jesus Christ, the uh, got that, got that. <laughs> dude. I I really I put dialogue is shit. Oh, which I think all the cans of tuna. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You're just suddenly a, f- a cat, dude. I think the, the worst- sushi scene where she's shoveling all the fish in yeah. her mouth. The worst part is that they somehow said, and I I don't know how this part came up. They somehow said she was reborn from the cat, the breathing into her, whatever. And so now she has to act like a cat. It's the dumbest thing. But but it's only selective. Yeah. You know, she's. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Here's what I said to Teresa. All right. So understand this. And I said, look, I know you don't live in the world of comic books. I get it. But hear me out. Batman. Does not act like a bat. Right. <laughs> right. He chose the bat because it instills fear into people. He doesn't walk around. Flap, 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 flap. Right. He doesn't do that. He doesn't hang upside down when he sleeps. There's, there's no point to. Actually, be I think this he way. does in one of the movies. He has a. Was his gravity boots on? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, the point is, it's like the... this. And I didn't read any Catwoman comics. Maybe we should go back and read some of the books. Maybe that's what she does. But it's Maybe. like. It, it doesn't. Maybe that's why cat. it's Alina Kyle, because they don't want to associate the much better Catwoman with the... I mean, think of the Michelle Pfeiffer when she was Catwoman in the in the Batman movie. She didn't mm-hmm. act like... A, she didn't sneak around. Ooh, I'm a kitty cat. Meow, meow. Not like... Yeah, not like this. This is oh. this is comically bad. Oh. Um, I mean, although, don't, let, don't read into that thinking that it's entertaining to watch, because it's really not. It's actually really infuriating <laughs> to watch yeah. her I mean, act like that. Look, if you watch this movie and you're not as irritated as if, if you watch it, which please don't do yeah. not Fuck. go watch Love Guru over this. Yeah. Um, th- yeah. Then the whole thing, <laughs> her going over to the party, right? Remember the, the, the loud party across the alleyway? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the first time she's like, you think you turned down a little bit? And they don't do it. Okay. So then she goes over now that she's Catwoman, now that she's this mysterious, you know, badass crime fighter. And she goes over to the party. She kicks the door in. Okay. Um, she's not scary at all. She just isn't. She's not even in her costume. She just kicks it in. And then the tough guy, the biker guy who's running the party, he's just so intimidated by this 115-pound woman. Oh, okay. My bad. Oh, I'll turn it down. Oh. <laughs> no. What she do? I to- wouldn't do that in the fat. I'm just a fat guy on a kiss T-shirt in his basement. <laughs> What'd she do with the take out the speakers? Oh, she used a damn sp- uh, spray thing, like a soda. That's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. He's like, "Hey, man, <laughs> you would have punched her in the face. Like, just get off my shit." Yeah, that was pretty bad. I, you know what? I, somehow I wiped that scene from my memory. I didn't even write a note. He just cowers because she kicked his door. Unfortunately, she wouldn't have kicked the door in. I mean, what have what have cats been known for their superior strength? I don't, Ever? I don't know. I don't You've know. owned cats, Gary. We, we, I have three. Are they? Are they just? They don't do that. <laughs> They're not scary at all. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> That'd be different if she said she was Bengal Tiger Woman. Okay. Yeah. They're kind of scary. A kitty cat named Midnight. Well. Come on. How about the twist on the cat lady that lives in the middle of the city? In the house, of course, in, surrounded in, by skyscrapers. Yeah. yeah, I know. Just I can't. <laughs> I mean I didn't, I didn't even make a note about that. 
I just I can't I can't I can't fill two pages of, of shit. I can't. I just can't. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I mean, I, I, this movie was so bad. It made me want to not like movies anymore. If it, it at fifty minutes in, I was like, I, I don't know if I can watch movies anymore. This movie is tainting me. <laughs> How did you sit through it in one viewing? No. Yeah, no. me neither. Me neither. Um, I so need I need to watch something better. Kind of, yeah. it's kind of like the um, you you take a bite of something that tastes terrible, so you got to eat something good. To try to wash Cleanse that, your palate. yeah. Try to get to wash away yeah, I mean, the crap. So I was like, I won't blame the movie for me not being able to finish it in one sitting. I will give it that. Um, I was very tired, and I was watching this at like eleven thirty at night. I was finishing, and I saw had twenty minutes left, and I looked at Teresa, and I was like, I I don't have twenty minutes left in me. I, I got to go to bed. Because I'd been yeah. up since two in the morning the day before, so I was like, "I'm going to bed." I uh, got up this morning at about six thirty. Boom! Picked up right where I left off, and I mean, it was all I could do. I wanted to message you at like six thirty and go, "Gary, I can't. I don't think I can finish this. Let's just record without it." Yeah, do I don't care. I don't care how it ends. Are we ever going to get to a point where we try to watch a movie that we're just like, "Nah, man." <laughs> I stopped at thirty four minutes, and I had to just. Because it is torture at some point, but you know what? That's the whole point of this is we're trying to tor- we're trying to torture ourselves to to let other people you know know to avoid. Like if yeah, there's right. anything good in any of these, we will tell you this one. Yeah, there is nothing good in this. Movie. Yeah, I mean, our hope with this with our production show here, our podcast, is that before you watch a bad movie, check with us. Yeah, see if we've talked and about it. And- we'll tell you if it's worth watching. Or, uh, you just, know what? Or let us know, and we'll watch it first, and then tell you what, if we haven't already reviewed it. Yeah, um, like I said the the the, it, the only thing that makes this worth watching is Halle Berry in her sexy outfit. But again, just watch Monsters Ball, and you'll see her naked. Who cares? Yeah, that's not a for me. It was not a draw. It that, was. That I mean, was she, not the draw. She's a beautiful woman. But yeah, this just was. Ugh, it wasn't enough to save it. No. Um. So let's see. What else do I have? Oh, uh, one other thing that I thought was very odd, and this is not a knock on this person as an actress. I love this person as an actress, especially in the in the TV series, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh yeah, yeah. However, yeah, <laughs> Alex Bornstein is near nor hot or sexy. Right. <laughs> they, I felt, were trying to make us think that she was this hot vamp you can't make it happen guys (laughs) nice try and i'm looking at her going all right take out the fact that she plays the character in mrs mazel yeah to race that i'm looking at her going no i don't i don't see it no and then at the at the very end where like she's at the sexy doctor's apartment and he's just like feeding her like grapes or something like right yeah yeah no he wouldn't do that well in this world he would in I this, promise you, that's not the girl he's going, oh, that's what I want. I want this, that wake up next day. No, no, in this world, he would because um, everything is so upside down. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is the bizarro <laughs> world. You know, uh, Solomon Grundy is the mayor. I have queued up a moment that you wanted me to bring up. <laughs> that's my last note. Um, please play. This is a prime example of the of the horrible dialogue. And as Gary pointed out, which I didn't notice this. I was so wrapped up in the dialogue. Uh, the lack of physics in this world. Yeah, well, and that's part of the bad CGI too, I believe, in this moment. Because I don't, I can't explain what you asked me. Yeah, let's bring this up here. Pay attention to the good dialogue that's happening. Yeah. Oh, uh oh. Oh, that's not good. 
cop killer. You wanted to save him, honey. You couldn't save yourself. Wait for it. Oh no. What are you gonna do now? Wait. Let me pull some other out of the cliche handbook. physics for you. That was possible. Did she jump around real quick? Can we show part of Some sort of fetish thing going on. Oh my. Okay, alright. Well, that'll be enough of that. That's bad enough. I don't know how much we can show these, so I'd cut yeah. that. But, uh... No, it just... Look, you, it comes. we come back from it, and you're just sad. There... Is there a is there a, a a union that's out in Hollywood, the cliche guild of America? Because this whole movie is filled with it. I mean, it, and and it's such a and it's not. What's funny is all the cliches that are in a movie aren't cliches because they became cliches from something here or after. They're cliches prior to it, so it's almost like they were. How many can we fit in to, yeah. to this movie? Because it feels like it's filled with it. I swear to you, Gary, we we should make a challenge out there to ourselves and anyone that anybody that's actually watching and paying attention to our podcast i challenge any of you to write a better screenplay than catwoman i'm pretty positive you could do it Gary, use the uh what's the ae ai chat chat GPT, yeah have ask it to write a better ask it to write a better screenplay than <laughs> i don't know how much you can get out of that i don't know if it'll do a whole screenplay but i bet it'll do a scene you can write a better scene <laughs> I mean, it makes me want to just open up my laptop and get out my uh, final draft software and be like, Gary, I'm doing it. I want to write a better script. And I'm sure I could do it on my lunch break, you know. And that's least, what's dangerous about these kind of movies is it makes yeah. everybody think they could, not you, but I'm just saying it makes anybody yeah, think they could be right. a writer because I mean, they're like, look, somebody greenlit this piece of crap. Truly. And really, that's, that's, and that's and, why oh. we get more of them. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I'll be honest with you, and we can wrap this thing up. I don't know have much more unless you have something else to add to it. I it's, don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I, we're, I am not trying to shit on people's careers, but my Lord, this is, this is like the Walmart sweatpants version of a movie. It's, it's just unnecessary. And it's only there because people demand shit, and they got it. It's like, expect more from your movies, people. This is a generic you know? adult diaper version. Yeah, of. and as a writer, like you, you put your name on that, and you're proud. You're like, yeah, I wrote Catwoman. Okay, and you still have a job. Yeah, or are you driving a forklift now? Because it's horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Awful. Anyway, I, as, I don't speaking as a forklift driver. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I can just tell you that the uh, speaking from a. Uh, graphic designer that is not the way things go for us graphic designers either you don't have someone just to call you in and cuss you out although uh you know because you chose the wrong red there is the make the logo bigger crowd that um, that does happen can we just, i mean it's not like somebody, somebody texts you on your day off and at late at night and says hey can you do a banner for me i know oh wait i need it by midnight <laughs> uh, can you, real quick can you do this yeah hey i know you're probably relaxing and you haven't been on your computer now for couple hours i know you do this all day hey could you do this for me real quick so, so, on spec so, yeah. uh let's get like you know what get... okay i 
what okay now i'm going off on a tangent but the um <laughs> the uh, no, no, the uh tape heads was that greatest movie out there was that critically bad i don't know we're gonna we're gonna do tape heads because um, we need to do that <laughs> that's that's by right. far a more enjoyable and, and film to, to add to like what we're doing here you know we we our goal is to find good bad movies not just the worst like watching the shitty movies is hard yeah um there are bad movies out there that i i know i mean i love uh people think they're crap they were critically panned i mean i uh, we've talked yeah. I, I love eddie and the cruisers it was probably still is i mean ellen bark was in that movie and she doesn't even claim that she was in that movie that's how much she didn't like that movie but i love it i watch it every time it's on uh, or the warriors which you know there's nothing nothing great about that movie but i watch it i love it and of course the aforementioned tape heads which gary and i have a deep love for oh yeah yeah and if you haven't seen tape heads that was uh you should it's a great movie we'll mention that one more than once in our careers here yeah i would love to see uh more movies like that pop up on a list where it's like well that's not much of a chore to watch because i actually enjoyed it yeah and, and we was hope not <laughs> by the by the end of like a a yearly we'll do these these things over the course of a year that we hope to have like a leaderboard of 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 genuinely bad movies yeah and a leaderboard of movies that were they're, they're panned but they're they're worth watching uh and speaking of the leaderboard gary currently my the leader in the clubhouse was uh love guru um that has now become that like one, a citizen that was, Kane. that was five by default the yeah. top of the leaderboard at the moment because it was the first one we did right uh, catwoman has now leaped above love guru is it leaped. like is it like number one through 15 is catwoman and then there's love guru yeah i'd say that's a very fair assessment <laughs> if, if in time we'll have a graphic and you'll see it it'll be catwoman and then other all the other movies we ever talk about what's your rating system on uh, catwoman going to be so uh, this is a turd, of all things, and I, I give this five turds. I'd give it more if we could if we had a longer. Right. I mean, this is so bad. I'd give it ten. Yeah. Ten poop emojis, out of five. Yeah. Mine's five rolls of toilet paper for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, to go with your five turds. Oh but, my god. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I could give it more if if we had a if we had a more. Uh, I think we limited it because we didn't want to get too crazy. And how do you, you know, right, where do you stop? Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, in theory, I would give this uh, poop emoji with the infinity logo after it. Right. It, it, it'll never get better in my eyes, never. And I can't imagine what's going to be worse than this. I really can't. I mean, we're only a couple movies in, but I mean, I truly, and I mean, they're out there, I'm sure. But what's that movie about the guy, uh, the really bad actor guy who did the room or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah. The room, um, the actual movie, I, the room, not the one yeah. that, that's talking about. Or I, I, I think yeah. his movie might be. I mean, I would, I would rather watch Plan Nine from Outer Space than watch Catwoman again. Um, I can guarantee you that um, the room. <laughs> while I know, I think it has a cult following. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, I get that. That's not one that landed with me. Um, so it's. We'll we'll put that on a list and we'll watch that sometime. But it's it's not really it's not watchable either. <laughs> so I mean, like think about it. a notoriously bad movie that is that has a the, probably the biggest cult following in the world is uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. But that's it's, watchable. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. Yeah, but 
it's it's entertaining, mm-hmm. especially if you can see it in a theater when they're doing all the dancing. But I mean, if you just sat and watched it, like, yeah, you know, this movie is okay. I get by it. The, the Catwoman is not. No. It, it makes you want to break your TV. It makes you want to pick up a book and say, I'm done. I'm done watching media. Catwoman done. is the shock treatment of the <laughs> Batman uh, universe. Shock treatment was the yeah. follow up from Rocky Horror. Remember? <laughs> was remember? It, I didn't know there, oh, there was no, a we, sequel. Yeah, we tried to watch it once. You probably don't remember. It's been a long time ago. I've wiped that um, from my brain. Or it was Kevin. It could have been Kevin. But um, unwatchable. Unwatchable. <laughs> now I want to watch Shock Treatment. <laughs> Dude, we'll put that. We'll put it on a list. I'll see if I can get uh, through it. <laughs> wow. All right, you ready to wrap this one up, Gary? Yep. So, uh, All right, so. Anybody, listen, if you got movie suggestions you think we should need to watch, send them. We'll be happy to send them or yeah. take a watch of them. Like uh, streams at flickflopspodcast.com. Yeah. Flickflops. Real easy. Flickflops. To, real easy to say. That spend. is a tongue twister. <laughs> you want to take us out or you want me to take us out? How are we doing? Uh, you can go ahead. I have the, this movie so bad. I, 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 I'm, Do you I need to take a nap? <laughs> I want to go brush my teeth. <laughs> made my uh, teeth hurt. It's how bad this movie was. <laughs> All right, so that's a wrap on our review of Catwoman. As expected, this movie had its fair share of cringeworthy moments, but for some reason, my script says we found a few hidden gems, but I don't remember finding any oh, no. any human or hidden gems in this one. Uh, if you're a diehard Holly Berry fan, um, avoid this one. Uh, <laughs> just avoid it. There's just no reason to watch it. <laughs> watch your accepted <laughs> speech for the Raz, Razzie. It's more entertaining than this movie. Uh, if, listen, if you love Halle Berry, go watch Love Guru. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, horrible, this movie. I'd rather you watch a bad Mike Myers movie. God almighty. Uh, well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Flick Flops. And just join us next time as we tackle another critically bad film. See y'all. <laughs> Poop emoji. Poop emoji.